How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now stay with the fan for this special program. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. Final from American Family Field, and the results are good, although it did get a little testy there toward the, uh, toward the end of this game. Wow, a 5-3 Brewers victory, their third consecutive win. And welcome, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's the Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski. My name is Tim Allen. Appreciate you tuned in tonight, and it uh, it shouldn't have been like this. This this should have been a runaway uh, five-zip shutout, but okay, fair enough. It, it happens. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a bump in the road there. Angel Perdomo gets into some trouble in the ninth inning, but we have to go look at a couple of different things here. One would be the uh, performance by Brandon Woodruff. I mean, how good is is this dude a 141 earned run average now. He comes in at 158 and it goes down. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how good. His performance tonight, absolutely outstanding. Seven shutout innings on just three hits, not one single walk and eight strikeouts. A brilliant performance from Woody once again, and that's why. Again, guys, been saying it from the start, this team is dangerous if you get to postseason. Still a lot of uh, calendar to travel here uh, until that time. But nonetheless, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's tough. And uh, that snaps San Diego's nine-game winning streak. They come in here rolling hot. And the Brewers' fourth victory over the San Diego Padres this season. That's huge, guys. And we, we talked about the uh, test when uh, San Diego... Uh, was hosting Milwaukee uh, some weeks ago, and we thought this is a great test. Brewers playing good ball. Let's see what they do out there at their place, and and they swept them. Okay, coming back here, you you bounce back with a couple of victories in Cincinnati over the weekend to take that series. You're feeling good about things. You get some help. You get Christian Yelich uh, back in and operating. 
You get Keston Hira today. Okay, nice test for the Brewers. And they come out outside that ninth inning. Uh, they they pass with flying colors here. Uh, Josh Hader, 11 of 11 in save opportunities. And you get a, a couple of home runs. Avi Garcia, second consecutive day. He has homered. You get um, Manny Pena, who got the Brewers on the board. We'll get into our game recap in just a second. Now that uh, they're just about full force here, just about, um, you, you would say that maybe there's some bumps and bruises here, uh, but you get Keston back. You get Yelly with the off day. He's, he's back in. Colton Wong just raking right now. And you put people in their proper places. How confident is this offense to you? Now going back uh, four games, you go back to Friday, Four runs for the Brewers' offense. Saturday, same thing. Four runs for the Brewers' offense. Yesterday, nine runs. And then today, five runs. So you're starting to score a little bit more, and you're starting to build a little confidence. And I, I again, guys, this team will hit this year. They will. But how confident are you in that statement? I mean, you, you've got some guys coming in here that have decent numbers and a handful of them. I mean, it's not like everybody is is awful in in this Brewers offense. Um, for example, and and here's here's why I feel that the Brewers offense will get good this year. They will, and I and I believe that. Colton Wong coming into this game, hitting two eighty and a three fifty five on base. Ain't nothing wrong with that right there. Christian Yelich hitting 286 and a 417 OBP. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's two. Avi Garcia, 252 and a, three and a uh, 329 on base. Nothing wrong with that these days. Omar Narvaez, 330 and a 411 on base. Now, again, there's four. There's half of your offense. Guys, I don't see that changing too much. And even if it does, your fallback now becomes a Keston Hira, a Lorenzo Cain, a Travis Shaw, a Willie Adamas. That's why these guys are going to be a better offense as the season moves along. It just will be. Now, how good? That's the trick. How good will this offense end up being by, say, midseason or so? I mean, they're not going to be it's, – it's sort of obvious. I mean, the, it, you could say it's, it's going to turn around a little bit for sure. But will it turn around to the point where they're a top three in the NL offense? I, they're never going to get there, guys. They, they won't be that. But can they get to about a in – in the National League of the, of the uh, 15 teams, could they get to a sixth or seventh? Middle of the road kind of offense, which would be just fine. That'd be pretty good. I know it's settling for. Maybe they could do a little bit better than that. Want to get your reaction on this game? A huge victory, third consecutive win to put the Brewers back over 500. And again, this is this is what good teams do when they bottom out. It's 500 right around 500 when they bottom out when they lose 13 or 17 you bottom out at 500 or a game under when you start playing better baseball well then you're going to hang out around five six seven games over 500 
And, and they're on their way for that. What a performance from Brandon Woodruff tonight as, uh, as, as he gets it done. Seven shutout innings. We're going to hear from Woody uh, coming up during the show today. We'll hear from Craig Council. And, uh, again, a, a little bit of a sour taste in the victory. Not a huge one. I mean, a win's a win, and we'll, we'll turn the page and, get, and get, get to tomorrow's game, too. But you know, a little bit of a sour taste, and that's that ninth inning, Angel Perdomo, the walk, the two-run homer, then he hits a man. And really, and Josh Hader, these guys are creatures of habit. Then you got to scramble the Jets. you got to get him up, get him quick, get him hot quick, and then get him into the ball game. And he allows a walk. He allows a double. Doesn't allow any runs. I mean, all three of those runs go to Angel Perdomo. But Josh Hader does settle in and gets the job done. That is a huge strikeout to Tatis in the ninth inning. 414-799-1250. Brewers record at 24-23 and as we welcome you in to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove as uh, Brewers get the 5-3 victory. A little close for comfort in this one. Yeah, and again, a a big victory for the Brewers. Don't let that ninth inning, you know, uh, wear off uh, uh, a nice win for the Brewers. They, They didn't spoil an outing from Brandon Woodruff. I mean, that's the main thing. Let's see here. Let's go back to our game recap, get you some highlights here. First inning, a couple of two-out base hits off Brandon Woodruff, but he gets out of it uh, to get it to the bottom half. One, two, three in the bottom of that first inning. Woody returns that favor to the Padres. One, two, three in the second. Two-out walk to Willie Adamas in the Brewers' half of that second inning, and it's set up Manny Pena. Pena drive deep center profile back to nothing Milwaukee. The pineapple strikes in the second. Yeah, two zip lead there after two innings of play tonight. Brandon Woodruff starting to settle into that third inning. One, two, three. Both teams actually go uh, one, two, three in that third inning to the fourth leadoff base hit off Woody by Cronenworth. That would be the last base runner to reach base against Brandon Woodruff was in that fourth inning. He didn't allow anything after that. Avi, a one-man rally. Bottom of the fourth inning. Brewers up two zip. Let's make it three zip. Garcia, deep left center. Another one for Avi, his eighth. And there it is, three zip. A quick rally after that. Keston Hira, welcome back. A base hit. Willie Adamas draws a walk. Pena then walks to load the bases. Nobody out. One in. Urias pops out. Oh, Woody strikes out. Don't let him off the hook. Come on, man. Don't let him off the hook. How about Colton Wong? He doesn't let him off the hook. Ground ball right side. Base hit. Hira's in. Adamas coming home. The throw. Five zip into the fifth inning, and Woody just needs a shutdown inning right there is what he does. But, I mean, he's just cruising at that point. One, two, three into the uh, mid-portion of the game. As uh, it stays that way into the sixth inning, Woody, one, two, three, sixth inning through six, shutout to that point. 
And uh, the Brewers return that favor into the seventh inning. Is Woody going to come back out? Yeah, he's back out there, mid-80s in, in his pitch count. And he goes one, two, three to finish out his night. He's got eight strikeouts, no walks, just three hits, no runs through seven innings, set down the last 12 men he had faced in this one. Seven shutout for the Brewers. Legit ace. And that's the way it was until, uh, well, Brad Boxberger pitched that eighth inning. And then you get Angel Perdomo just getting some work in. Some, hey, someone's got to be that guy. Someone's got to be that guy who goes in there and just chews up a couple of outs. You run away and, and you get into the clubhouse and, and, and that's that. Well, that didn't happen that easy. It was a uh, leadoff walk. That's going to get you in trouble every time. Because it did, Tommy Pham with a two-run home run. Now you're think, thinking, oh boy, there's nobody out. Just get an out. Just get an out and we'll go from there. Baby steps here, Angel Perdomo. Uh, well, he doesn't get that. He hits a man. Now that, well, he faces three, and that's got to do it for him. Council not pleased having to go to Hayter. I'm sure he's pleased with the victory. He goes to Hayter, and uh, Hayter gives up, well, it was a pass ball by Pena, he gives he gets a big strikeout to Tatis and gives up a bases uh, or a uh, run scoring double. That's five three now. All of those charged to Perdomo and walks a man. Ouch! Pop up and line out. Heals us up here a little bit in a five three victory four four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. How confident are you with this offense? This is what it comes down to. It's been the narrative basically all season long. But I will tell you this. One of the reasons I say it will be good is because peop- these, these hitters are put back in their place. They're put in their, back into a place where there's less pressure. And the way I've got a, a, a lineup configured here has Keston Hira in the sixth spot. Not the two or three or four. It's got Lorenzo Kane in the seven spot. Not the two, three, or four. And it's got Travis Shaw either in the sixth, seventh, or eighth spot. Well, I, I like to tend to uh, bat the pitcher eighth. To me, Shaw would be batting ninth. But not two, three, or four. Guys, leave those alone. Avi's up there. Yelich is up there. Wong is up there. Narvaez is up there. I mean, I don't know if you're going to find another baseball team that has the likes of a Keston Hero, Lorenzo Cain, and Travis Shaw as your six, seven, eight guys. I don't think you're going to find that anywhere. And, I mean, think about that. You still have to feel fairly confident in those names alone. All right, uh, let's let's get to you guys. Uh, 414-799-1250. Uh, we're going to start ladies first. Is that right, Jeff? Uh, Marlene, actually, I think she was looking for her Angel Perdomo voodoo doll because uh, she hung up. But okay. uh, she was none too pleased that Perdomo entered this game. Well, no, and, and you don't want to leave a, uh, a, a sour taste in, in the uh, victory here. And, and it, does, uh, it does mean that there's more pitches for Josh Hader and, and at some point. I mean, you can't use them every night, so... Uh, we'll, we'll see. Didn't he get up yesterday a little bit in a bigger lead? I think he did. 
Well, as okay, baseball's my favorite sport, but Sundays are for NASCAR. Uh, so <laughs> I was flipping back and forth. Uh, you want to squeeze in Vincent here then? Yeah, head out to Anaheim. The break. Okay, buddy Vincent in Anaheim. What do you say? What do you say, Vincent? Yeah, I'm confident, man. I'm confident, very confident in his offense, man. Gallus came back. I mean, Harry, he got kissing Harry. He got he got a um, he got a knock today. You know what I mean? You know that's all you need to get off that uh that uh, that uh, little toilet seat you on. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you need some confidence. And look, man. Angel Perdomo needs to do his damn job. You get paid to yep. eat up innings. You get paid to get outs. You know what I mean? And I, in a way, that I feel bad for him. He would have gave up that lead and ruined Brandon Woodruff's night. You know, you can't do that. Don't be like my angels doing that to Shohei Otani over here, man. It's frustrating. So, you know, as long as you got that victory, that's all that matters. This is how you get your respect, by beating this team. That team was nine, but uh, Padres were nine-game winners, I think, yep. I believe. Yep. Man, they're the hottest back team first. in baseball, yep. You know what I mean? So that's what you got to do to get that respect, and I'm very confident. Because, look, injuries happen, but they happened in the beginning. Now imagine what happens if we're all full force, everybody all hands on deck, ready to go for that playoff chase. Baby, it ain't over till it's over, man. You know me, I'm, I'm a true believer in that. So let's go, Brew Crew, man. Get that respect, and please don't lose no games in the ninth inning. Please don't. Oh, man. That, people are gonna this... going to doubt you. They're going to say, see, Brewers ain't nothing. They just got yep. lucky. Nah, yeah, it's a that. huge win. You're right, Vincent. It's a huge win because it's it's on a, a little bit bigger stage uh, in a way because you're facing San Diego. Thanks for the call. We'll talk again. No problem. No problem. Um, I, I think, uh, by the way, uh, I think our weather right now is is about as good as San Diego's weather right now. This is beautiful outside. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. 414-799-1250. I know it sounds funky to, to, to a lot of Brewers fans. And and when I say I'm confident in this offense, I am. I am. Now, there's certain players that I have less confidence with, but collectively as a team, when you're dealing with Wong, Yelich, Narvaez, and Garcia, I, I, I could add one or two more, and I want to add Keston, but just for the sake of this, I, I won't. Those four guys... I, this is given health. Those four guys will allow the other four position players on a given night to relax a little bit. That's the thing here. Those we we think that Brewers' numbers because they come in batting two thirteen as a team. They're on bases two ninety nine as a team. But we think these numbers are awful across the board. They're not. It's going to alleviate the pressure from these, from Lorenzo Cain, from the, the, the Keston Heroes, the Travis Shaws, these types of, even Luis Urias to, to a degree. Still trying to get a read on Willie Adamas for sure. But how confident are you guys in this Brewers offense? I say they will be a good offense. Now, what is it? Define good then. That, that's, that's, uh, that's the question here. Winning ball games. How else do you define good? Okay, okay that that would be that would be the way. And I think if you're looking at rankings and numbers, which a lot of people tend to do, then okay, fair enough. Then one through fifteen in the NL. Then tell me where do you think they will be? Come pennant race season, August September. Well, for most, for me, it's a pennant race right now. But come August, September, where, do, where then do you think they'll rank in the, in, in the National League? Seventh? I think that sixth, seventh? 
I believe that's where they're going to end up. I do. Uh, let me squeeze in one more before the break. Uh, Nate, Northside, what do you say? Where will they rank later on, and how confident are you with this offense? Because the pitching, there's not much to complain about with the pitching. We're talking about around uh, August and September type thing. Yep, yep. Uh, I think they'll be a, um, at least top ten um, because I feel like uh, I like I'm starting I'm starting to like this Willie Adams kid. Um, he he's, he gets on base. He doesn't uh, at least for right now. He he's getting on base. He's not really uh, swinging at uh, balls out the strike zone. So I'm 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 a little bit more optimistic about how I was before. Now that Christian Yellows is back, I just had to give myself, give my mind a little rejuvenation. Um, just because I was, I was thinking like, oh my goodness, here we go again, just bad offense. But you know, uh, Christian Yellows come back. Heroes up here. Uh, he seems like he's doing his approach is way better than what it was when it was. When he was down, uh, when he was up here before, and uh, I like I like the way you're thinking. Um, if they can if they can put it all together, they should be a pretty good, uh, pretty decent offense. And um, we should only thing we should really we really have to do is probably work, add a couple arms to the bullpen, you know, because I like Perdomo, but uh, um, today was a, it was a bad day for him. Yeah, um, it, it, it really was. And and to replace Rasmussen and J.P. Fireisen, it's going to take a little bit. It It is. And and you've got, you know, Lindblom and, got, a, and a, a uh, Perdomo you, out Joe. there. I got a name for you. I do, too. But you go first, Nate. Jeremy Jefferson. Where's the where's, yep. last time I heard he was he was sitting on the couch waiting for a call. I mean, we can't we can't get him in the minor leagues and see what he got and see if he's. See if he can still, uh, if he can um, throw. I mean, if he's sitting at home not doing nothing, I mean, we signing up B. Strange, Gordon off the street, um, Perez. We give him shot. He would give him back a shot. Now we can't give Jeremy Jeffers a shot. See if he can uh, be be another uh, key for us. And then that I, I would like to have him back. He he's shown that he's been pretty well with the Brewers. So far. Yeah, and and we're with you, Nate. We are both Jeff and I are, are with you on that Jeremy Jeffress bandwagon. All right, thanks for the call. Twenty four appearances last year uh, in Chicago and a one fifty four ERA. Well, what was the text I sent you two days ago? You know, for the bullpen, Jeremy Jeffress, low risk, high reward, and you I, would get him for pennies. I don't understand it. I, I don't. Not just the Brewers. But I just, anybody it, uh, right around major league baseball. I don't, I don't understand. There's, I, I don't know. Maybe there's just something going on. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But based on his numbers, such a numbers driven thing, you you're know, gonna, you're, you're not going to entertain the idea. I mean, you, you signed, uh, Jordan Zimmerman. Yep. I mean, you you signed Logan Forsythe. You, you're signing Shelby Miller last year. You signed all these guys get a shot, and JJ doesn't. I I I don't know what's going on. And he's I, been I, proven I when he was here. So you know, obviously something happened because you know he got into it. He fired his agent and all that kind of stuff. But man, you know, he delivered every time he put on a, a Brewers uniform. I just. 
Well, ag- again, maybe there's uh, there's help on the way in, in terms of a Bobby Wall or a Justin Topa or someone like that who uh, have been dinged up as part of the you know mass unit that, that was the Milwaukee Brewers injury list here the first uh, almost two months of this season. So maybe there'll be some moving parts in that bullpen. 414-799-1250 on the offensive side. Going back to Friday, four runs on the board, four runs on the board, on Saturday, nine on the board yesterday, five on the board today. It just seems like it is it is it different to you? Does it feel or look a little bit different to you guys? Just the offensive side of things. An outstanding performance from Brandon Woodruff. Certainly not wasted, that's for sure. They put up five Pena and Avi go deep. Colton Wong, a two-run base hit as well. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Brewers get the victory, 5-3, three straight. That's what we call a winning streak. We'll be back, 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Odyssey State. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Well, I think you should get used to this. A little bit of a roller coaster ride uh, throughout the 2021 championship season because uh, I don't believe anyone's going to run away with this division. And so it's, it's, it's sort of a... Uh, uh, a bigger pennant race, if you will, earlier. Now, again, I've, I've received a lot of flack over the years of, uh, you know, it's not a pennant race in May. It is. Starts even game more so one. It's, it's magnified. It, it's even magnified, uh, Pipe Bomb, because you just feel that these teams are pretty evenly matched here. Cincinnati, Milwaukee, Chicago, as well as St. Louis. You, you, I, I, I think St. if I had to pick one right now, just top to bottom, I, I would say St. Louis is just a tick better than the other three. But outside of that, they're all in the ballpark. I don't think anyone's going to run away with this thing. I, I don't. So get used to this, these, uh, these victories that you get over San Diego, tough part of your schedule here. Um, they're huge. They're huge, guys. And you know, uh, right now St. Louis is losing, so you go back and forth, and you're looking at the standings. Man, it's um, it's big, and that's that's why this this offense, if they can just get going, and it seems like they're getting healthier, and at least their guys back. We we say health. First, let me get to the play of the game here. Play of the game with uh, ABC Audio Video. You know, nothing, nothing game. You pro- probably would behoove you to get on the board first. You got Woodruff, your guy on the mound. You want to take the lead, and they did just that. Manny Pena with a man aboard. Pena, drive, deep center, profile back to nothing Milwaukee. The pineapple strikes in the second. Yeah, the highlight from Bally Sports, Wisconsin, and uh, two zip. They go on to to go up five zip as uh, Colton Wong knocks in a couple of runs. Xavi Garcia with a uh, a, a home run as well, and so you're up five zip, and, and you're in cruise control with Brandon Woodruff just setting them up and knocking them down. Guys, it is um, it's uh, it's it's terrific to watch a guy like Woody. 
and just blossom right in, right in front of your eyes here. Now, Burns is going to go at it tomorrow. That's a little different conversation. But just specifically with, with Brandon Woodruff, a 141 ERA. Now, is that 10 starts? Yes. I believe it's 10 starts now. A 141. That's a third of a season, guys. That's a, a, a starter would get you know roughly 30, maybe a few more starts. And a 141. I just don't see that changing too much. I could see it going up. He's going to give up some runs occasionally. It's going to happen. But when when you have the offense not letting a uh, performance like that go to waste, that's the key. That's the contributing factor here is not – remember, we uh, we went through the games that the pitching performances were outstanding that did go to waste. And you're not going to win every one – Every time one of your guys goes out and goes six innings of one-run ball, seven innings, two-run ball, you're not going to win every one of those games. Well, you're going to win most of them. So that being said, it is kind of on the offense. And when you, when you take a look at a Colton Wong, spent time on the IL, Christian Yelich, well-documented on the IL, Omar Narvaez, we forget he spent about two weeks on the IL. We forget about these things. Keston here spent some time down in the minors. And that, to me, tells me why this team is far better offensively than people think. And, Tim, there will be ebbs and flows. There is in every single season. So early with the injuries and with the offensive struggles, the starting pitching and the bullpen have carried this team so far. Clearly. And – like you said, I don't exactly – I don't have as much confidence in this offense as you do, but there will be a extended stretch of this season where the hitting will carry the pitching, the ebbs and flows of a baseball season. So eventually these guys will get going, and, you know, like I said, they'll be able to carry, uh, you know, two, maybe three bad starts in the same week if your pitching staffs, you know, uh, decides to start struggling here in a little bit and the offense, they could rely on the offense and the offense will win yep. them a game. Yeah. I, I find it hard to believe that some of these numbers will, will stay where they're at, including Travis Shaw. If I find it hard to believe he's, he's going to be under 200 this year. Well, How and Keston he hero, you know, he's only got 82 at bats this season. That, that batting average is going to move. Yes. He, he gets on one hot streak. You're going to see an entirely different set of numbers. There's, there's no question. And there's, I am as confident in that one guy as I am on any of these guys. 280 and 355 for Colton Wong. What do we see changing here? Do we, I mean, is that by August, let's say, is that going to be that different for Colton Wong? I don't think so. Let's say it's 273, 276. But his on base is 340 plus, 350. That's not going to change that much, guys. It's not. Omar Narvaez, will it come down a little bit? 330? Yeah, it's going to come down a little bit. But not that much. This dude's about, okay, let's, let's give him 285. That's not going to change that much. Omar Narvaez is off and running. It's not going to dip down to 211, guys. It's not happening with him. And you don't bet, don't bet on that, that it goes down to 215. 
Uh, Christian Yelich, 286 and a 400 on base. Is that going to change that much? Doesn't appear so. No, it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. But what is he? what the hell is he getting a day off for? I know, these scheduled days off. We, we went through <laughs> it with Ryan Braun. Yeah. And, and it doesn't make it any easier because we've been through it. It's, it's just like going to the dentist. You've been there before. It doesn't make it easy. Your next appointment is not easier than the last one. Nope. <laughs> it sure as hell isn't. This is not. It, it, it's always tough to handle. But And, and these are these scheduled off days. It's, it's going to occur. And finally, Avi Garcia. Avi Garcia is not going back to last year's numbers. He's not going back to being a 208 hitter or whatever he was last year. I think he was a little higher than that. It's not happening. You know, there's enough here to go on to sort of project a little bit. We're here May 24th, and I had said, what, first week of June? First week of June, then we can assess this offense. Well, we're getting close. We're, we're getting a lot closer. That's where my confidence is. So the four I mentioned, Garcia, Yelich, Wong, and Narvaez, I don't see too much changing there, guys. I just don't. They, I believe, this is me, that they are what they are right now. And again, a little fluctuation. Where the important part of this comes in is when you restack the deck with the other guys that have been leaned on because of their injuries. It's funny how three out of the four I just mentioned were all on the injured list this year. And even Avi, to a degree, was dealing with a sore back. But it puts everybody back in their place in a good way. It doesn't have, like, Tyrone Taylor being your three-hitter. When these guys are fully healthy and, and giving it a go. It doesn't have, you know, Travis Shaw and Lorenzo Cain. And, and again, God bless Lorenzo Cain. But the numbers got to start coming, Low Cain. They do. You're a great leader. Um, and now I, I sort of get it last year. If you think back to last year, um, you look at the, the, the uh, five games he did play in, he was sharing the leadoff spot in those, that first week of the season with Eric Sogard. And it puzzled me because it, it, it was just like, wow, that's sort of a slap in the face to Low Kane. You got him batting sixth or seventh. Well, maybe at this stage – because of his leadership skills you, you need and defensive skills, you need him in there. His on base is not horrendous. It's really not. And he's going to come up with – he's going to find some green with, with uh, some of his hitting. But maybe it relaxes him to be a six hitter or a seven hitter. Maybe Council was on to something early last year, maybe. 414-799-1250. You want a break here? Uh, no, let's squeeze in a phone call. Let's hit Aaron. Aaron, you're hey. on the air with Timmy. What's up, hey, Aaron? Hey, guys. Sorry, calling from La Crescent, Minnesota, just on the other side of the river. But uh, Welcome to civilization. Okay. I want to know if you guys think this rotation uh, could be as good as the 95 World Series champion Braves. Ooh, um, no. <laughs> That's John Maddox. <laughs> Come on. John Glavin and Greg Maddox and John Smoltz. Mm -hmm. No. 
Let's. You don't think so? I, I, I granted right it now, was no. the it was the Stara era, but take a look at what they're doing now. Do you think they could be that type of rotation? Um, I say th- I think they are a good rotation. If if not leaning on a little, I need to see a couple more months of Peralta, Burns, and Woody doing their thing before I start throwing around names like '95 Braves. I, I, take a look at the ERAs. Take a look at the, the, the first part of the year. Mm-hmm. They were doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing as them guys. I, I'm just putting it out there. You know, uh, Tim, I've talked to you for like three oh, years yeah, many now. times. Many times. And you sound great because uh, I've talked to you when you were hammered before. On the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. You're uh, calling many, the uh, right show. <laughs> Well, uh, I get excited about my Brewers. I mean, I got to see my Packers win a wor- or a, you know Super Bowl championship, championship, yeah, yeah. and but I've been a Brewers fan since 1982. I was six years old. I was playing t-ball, but I'm I'm looking, and the year I graduated was 1985 or 1995, and I watched that group. And I'm looking at them going, I think this rotation could be like them. Granted, we don't have the offense that the Braves had in 95. But what I'm looking at is the three guys right there in that rotation doing the same thing. And I think Corbin Burns can match Maddox's ERA. I think, you know, uh, Woodruff – could match folks. I think Freddie Peralta, he could be right there. He'd be right there. And I, I wanted to call you at the beginning of the year when I watched a lot of the preseason, and I'm like, I think we got a 95 team. Okay, fair enough. All right, Aaron, always a pleasure, man. Uh, have fun up there in La Crescent, Minnesota. I think it's just right in the La Crosse area, I want to say. Nice. Uh, 414-799-1250. Um, let's, let's just hold, hold on a little bit. I get it. Numbers are made to be broken. Hey, if, if the, if the Brewers rotation this year turns out like the 95 Braves, uh, yeah, that's pretty damn good. It'd be really good. And they are good. They, they are good through May 24th here. Um, they're, they're great through May 24th. And that's why the, 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 the biggest step for me in, in, uh, you know, moving forward, looking, uh, doing a little forward thinking. The biggest step for me is I, I want to see situational hitting as the season moves on. And number two, I just can't help think about a playoff series when that other team, whether it's St. Louis, San Diego, including the Dodgers, whoever comes out of the East, when they're staring down the barrel of Woody Burns and Peralta. I have a tough time not thinking that way if it's a postseason series. So I need to slow the roll too. There's a, there's a lot of fun to be had uh, in, on the calendar here from, from now until then. But man, it's tough for me to not, not think. <laughs> it's almost like you you want you want those guys to face these three right now. Game one playoff series. It's Brandon Woodruff, and don't forget Burnsy and Peralta, two and three. Wow. So I, I need to chill out a little bit on that uh, myself. But 95 Braves, mm, 
let's just let's just chill on that just a little bit too. I like the optimism. Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 5-3 final. Brewers take game one of the four-game set over the San Diego Padres. We're going to hear from Craig Council next here on 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. The pinch hit with that guy. Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 5-3 final. Brewers take game one of this four-game set over the San Diego Padres. They make it three straight overall, and that's that's huge to bounce back. And and really what's a little bit even better than that is you're, you're seeing the offense maybe, maybe turning the corner. And I say maybe because we still, you know, have to, to – to get these guys to do it for an extended period of time. So let's, you know, let's wait a little bit, but it appears that there's a little more, as, as Craig council put it a few weeks ago, a little bit better sequencing with some of their hits and rallies. I mean, you know, Colton Wong doesn't let uh, Snell get off the hook tonight. Uh, bases loaded one in already and then bases loaded and, you know, nobody out gets a pop-up to Urias and, and Woody's then up. I mean, what can you do? He strikes out, but Wong doesn't let him off the hook with a uh, two-run base hit, and he is just raking right now. So you're seeing the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the whether you call it chemistry or sequencing, maybe just the scratch in the surface of that. And it was awesome, guys, to see Keston Hira not only back up but inserted into that lineup. And he needs to start doing some damage at the big league level like we know he, well, at least like I know he's going to. And is he, is he going to strike out a little bit? Yeah, he's always struck out. Who doesn't? Who doesn't strike out these these days? I mean, it's the, 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 the way it goes. But if you think back to even Ryan, and I'm not comparing this just in terms of conceptually, you think back to uh, guys like Ryan Braun, Corey Hart, and some of these guys that are susceptible to that low outside breaker. Well, Keston, you're going to have to learn to lay off. You're just going to have to find a way to, to, to read it a little bit better and lay off. But you're starting to see a little bit of chemistry. We'll see four runs on Friday, four on Saturday, nine yesterday, five tonight. That's a lot better than it has been, guys. And so let's let's hear what uh, Craig Council has to say after a uh, brilliant performance from Brandon Woodruff and the offense gives him uh, enough support to make it last for Domo. Yeah, bumping the road in that ninth inning, but Hader comes in and shuts it all down for a Brewers victory. Here's the Brewers manager. Craig, um, Woody's in an incredible streak of consistency right now. <laughs> this every start's about the same as far as his stinginess. It's- Pretty amazing to watch him now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean this this is brilliance, really. It's he's been he's been unbelievable, um, and he, he just he just gets in this mode, and it's um, it's like the blinders are on almost when he's out there, and he can't be distracted at all, and he, he's 
just makes pitch after pitch after pitch. Um, and, and he never really gives hitters any breathing room. You know, they just, he's coming right at him and it's, it's on the attack and, um, you know, they've, they've tried to, get, they've tried to get him early. They've tried to sit on one pitch, but it's, it's, it's impressive what he's doing right now. Um, not, not easy to do. And, and we don't take it for granted. Craig, he's doing it with, you know, all of his games are nothing, nothing, one to nothing. Tonight was the outlier where, um, your guys had to be really happy to throw some some runs up for him. Yeah, I mean, you get a starter like Woody, it's some runs, it, it, it feels really good for sure. Um, and uh, it, it was good for him to be able to, you know, but, but he's done this, whatever the situation, that's kind of what I'm referring to with the blinders. It's just, he's got him on and it, it's, he's going up into attacking hitters and putting zeros up. Um, almost the, the, what we have in our score column is irrelevant to him. He's, he's got the blinders on and he's just making pitches nonstop. Craig, for, for all of the talk about uh, Wong's defense, when you signed him in rightfully so, uh, he just keeps getting big hits for you. And that one tonight, you know, he picked some guys up for that hit. Yeah, I mean, I it was a big, it was a huge hit. I mean, you, we may had some great at bats, get bases loaded, and I thought I thought Louie had a good at bat too. He just, you know, he, he laid off some pitches and took a borderline three zero pitch, and then you know Snell's, you know, just made a pretty pretty good pitch three one. Um, obviously, having the pitcher spot up there, you know, it's not great for rallies, but but it's a huge hit at that point, and it um, gave us some breathing room and kind of. Was it was a little bit of a knockout blow for for Snell? Craig, the Padres have won nine in a row. You got a guy like Woody, a guy like Burns. What's your confidence level when you line those two guys up at the start of a series? Yeah, I mean it, it's always good. Look at the the Padres are a really good team. They're a tough team to beat, as they showed in the ninth inning. That's what that's what really good teams do. They make it really hard to beat you, no matter what's going on. Um, so. You know, we know we have to earn wins. Um, you know, our, our our team right now is we got three starting pitchers that are just throwing the ball incredibly. Um, and uh, you know, when you get when you get to their turn, it's 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 a good feeling for sure. We got we got to keep playing good defense behind them, um, and you know, put runs on the board, uh, which is what we struggled with. Craig, after. Willie Adamas specifically made some really nice defensive plays. Just what, what has, um, I mean, it's been a couple games, but have you liked what you've seen from him so far? Yeah. I mean, Willie's, you know, reputation is earned. Um, and it's from being really solid out there. Um, and it's, it's, it's very evident watching him play. Um, you know, that, that play on the slow roller was, you know, I, I, just that there's a clock inside of a player that 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 place shows, I think, that he had that clock inside that he know he could make it in that way, which is a way that's most likely to convert it, at least, I mean, get the ball to first base. And he, he knew he still had time. He didn't have to barehand it. He just didn't have to rush. Uh, he just had to make the play the way he knows he's going to complete it. And there's a that's a that's a skill um, to, to, for a shortstop and that's a skill for a defender. Um, that clock is a skill and um, you know, it's a play like that, that shows you just, you have a lot of confidence when the ball's hit to him. 
Greg, when, when uh, you guys traded Fire Eisen and Rasmussen, that you said you know that you had obviously created a hole that needed to be filled. Uh, is tonight evidence that maybe there's still a hole there? Uh, I don't think you had a ton of available choices there with that five-run lead, and you know, is not proven yet and didn't respond very well. You guys got to maybe shore up your bullpen a little bit. Well, we, we, look, we made a trade. We got Willie Adamas. He, he helped us score some runs tonight and, and get to five. So, you know, you know, there's, that's, that's how it works. We, you know, we got to, we got to lead in the game. Um, Angel didn't have a good night. Um, he, he had, he's had some good nights. He had a good night in Cincinnati um, to, to keep us, keep us in a game. So um, he's going to get more opportunities. Um, you know, I, I think so far we're, we're, we're doing pretty good. I'll take a five, nothing lead going in the ninth and we'll take our chances with who's out there. I'm sure you wanted to get through without using Josh though, right? He ended up throwing a lot of pitches. Yeah. Let's not complain about winning a game. We're, we're, we're doing, we're doing all right. We want a game. It's a good win. Um, you know, Josh is going to have to pitch at the end of the games, and that's a tough team to beat. Anything else for Craig? Hey, Craig, speaking of that tough team to beat, they came in here on fire, and, and Woody, you know, really stopped them from getting anything going. It, it just shows you what a good pitcher can do against a good offense when he's on, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's I, I believe they have the best record in baseball. Um, and it's a, it's a very complete team, um, but you know, I mean, what we've seen from Woody this year is, you know, he he can, he's he's more than equipped to handle any lineup, um, and and I'll, you'll you're excited to put him against there against any lineup. So um, it's it's not the lineup for Woody; it's just him kind of attacking and, and doing his thing. Um, and if he keeps doing it, uh, there's going to be a bunch more like that. Yeah, there he is, Craig Council, after the Brewers' 5-3 victory to take game one of this four-game set. And and I thought Hodgecourt, guys, by the way, I, th- I thought that was a fair question, and I, I thought it was met with a little resistance from Craig Council right there. Uh, you guys know I, I, I like Craig Council. I, I, think he's, uh, I think he's a great manager, going to be a great manager. But I, I think maybe a little resistant to that, situation in in a in an arm to fill the void of drew rasmussen and jp fireisen i thought the question was fair and I, the answer was avoided um and i i get that's how you and why you make trades we we get that because you know it's a little give and take you gain here and you may lose here but the lose here uh, you lost a couple of arms in that bullpen. And after you see what Angel Perdomo is and does so far in his career, he has control issues. There's no question about it. Is he going to suddenly turn it on? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Perdomo is sent out for another arm here. Because you can't put yourself in that situation, and it snowballs. I thought it was a fair question, and I thought it was resisted. By Craig Council, he's normally not like that. He will he will address that question. Did you read that the same way, Jeff? I did. You know, my question is here, Timmy, and they showed, uh, you know, probably at least on three occasions, Craig Council. They cut away to him, and he looked straight up pissed off. 
you know, after Perdomo, uh, you know, gave up gave up the two runs. And then, you know, when he had to call the bullpen, he was ticked. He was ticked a couple other times. Why? And, yes, it is a very fair question. Why do you ask it today? And and I'm sure where, you know, Hardcourt is in the press box there at uh, at AmFam, you know, that you can't you can't see Craig Council. So, you know, I understand that he probably didn't know that he was pissed. But uh, why wouldn't you ask that after, you know, a 9-4 win yesterday when it this game didn't get, you know, that game didn't get a lot closer than it should have like tonight's game did? You might have got a better response from Craig if you would have asked him yesterday instead of today. Or, or pregame tomorrow. I, I would agree yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe address it tomorrow. But uh, Count's pretty intense competitor. Yeah, he is. I mean, to, to, to get in his situation – uh, you you you've got to be and and so I just at, at some point they're going to need an arm in that bullpen. Mm-hmm. They they are going because Josh Lindblom. You want him high leverage. You want Angel Perdomo high leverage. <laughs> I mean, there's two. And again, I I like the trade for now. I do, and I agree with him on that in that regard. That hey, uh, Adamas is. Uh, really pitching in here and helping that chemistry or sequencing offensively that he talks about. But my goodness, you don't um, foresee Yardley coming back and being the savior. I, I, I I do. I think he's, he's an arm that's going to help out. Now he's got to recapture what he was last year. There's Mm -hmm. no question. He's, he's got a, he's got some work to do. And we, we saw a few outings this year that were okay. Um, but he has struggled too. So there again, I think it's a it's something they're gonna they're gonna obviously address here, and and there will be some moving parts here, whether it's Topa or whoever it might be. Once once uh, all health is given, Bobby Wall or what, whatever it is, I think you'll see them mix and match. But Angel Perdomo, I, I mean, you can't. It was it it was a five to nothing lead. I mean, it was it, it was five two before an out was recorded. The, when Angel Perdomo stepped off that mound after his performance, three hitters in, did not record an out, and the tying run was on deck. I mean, that's that's tough. So I was nervous. I mean, who wouldn't be? And yep. you can't lay it all on Josh Hader. He didn't have the you know the the normal routine to get ready. So, wow, interesting. Uh, Woodruff, let's let's not spoil the fun here. 